Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day, every day for 40 days. My name is Martin Rowe, and in these short episodes, a poet reads one of their poems and talks a little about it. An awakening, perhaps, a prayer, a lifeline to take you through a day, or send you into a night. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Today, our poet is Catherine Venn. The Lost Cat We ought to check our garages and sheds before we lock them. Cats in their curiosity and love of small dark spaces or single-minded in pursuit of the hypnotic tales of chestnut mice too often end up trapped by a door's full stop that wasn't there before. No difference with my own white and black cat, Lost. Wandering the last hour's light on the estate, calling... I heard him call back and tracked him down to one of the garages, locked. A puddle of something dark stained its concrete sill. How do I get him out? The garages are rented. I tried a neighbour, not his. We tried another. Not his, but he knew a trick with a screwdriver. A crowbar did the job, up and over, and out jinked the cat, covered in the linseed oil he'd spilled. Lidless, I set it right, but lying in bed that night, I thought about the unknown neighbour's future bafflement, how an upright bottle could spill itself like that. And the cat, tail aloft, delicately shaking off the paws I'd rubbed to get rid of all the oil, as if nothing much had happened. And now he prowls the railway embankment, brambles and goose grass, while I lie awake, thinking until he brings me the cool benediction of morning, the sharp scent of sap, a tail full of burrs. So too, perhaps, are we, finding ourselves trapped in the places where our instincts take us, uncomprehending of both the dimensions of our lostness and all that looks to work our freedom with whatever is to hand, jimmying the locks of our wrong turns, then softly leaving us our choice to wander or bless, with no idea of all the questions we ourselves leave unanswered, beloved, bewildered creatures, and instantly forgetful as we take our leap into the waiting light's surprise. Last spring, I read a stunning poem called The Emerald Dove by the late, brilliant Les Murray. And because you can learn by imitating masters, I decided I was going to try to write something in the same tone and using the same kind of shape. Not long after, as in the poem, my cat got himself locked in a neighbour's garage. Because I live on an estate and the garages are rented out, I had no idea who it belonged to and no way of finding out. It was a bank holiday Monday evening when I discovered what had happened, so the council definitely wasn't going to answer the phone. It sort of mirrored what happens in the Emerald Dove, where a wild bird is chased into a house and doesn't know how to get back out, so the fit was perfect. Murray's poem is really sophisticated, I haven't got to the same complexity of thought that he does, but I hope the heart of it does some justice to the way his poem inspired me. We all sometimes wake up to find ourselves completely lost, completely trapped. And sometimes we have to work hard to find ourselves or what's important to us, or to break free of what has us trapped. But my faith teaches me that just as with Les Murray's Dove, just as with my poem's cat, as with my actual cat, there's a lot going on around us that we don't or can't perceive or understand. 
that somehow inside or behind everything there is an enormous force at work that will stop at nothing to work our freedom, whether we realise what's going on or not, and no matter what we then choose to do with that freedom. Our choice to wonder or bless. I've chosen to believe that not only are we bewildered creatures, alive in a world that is complex beyond our imagining, but that we're beloved too, that this is a deep and unchanging part of what it is to be human. The Lost Cat We ought to check our garages and sheds before we lock them. Cats in their curiosity and love of small dark spaces or single-minded in pursuit of the hypnotic tales of chestnut mice too often end up trapped by a door's full stop that wasn't there before. No difference with my own white and black cat, lost. Wandering the last hour's light on the estate, calling, I heard him call back and tracked him down to one of the garages, locked. A puddle of something dark stained its concrete sill. How do I get him out? The garages are rented. I tried a neighbour, not his. We tried another. Not his, but he knew a trick with a screwdriver. A crowbar did the job, up and over, and out jinked the cat, covered in the linseed oil he'd spilled. Lidless, I set it right, but lying in bed that night, I thought about the unknown neighbour's future bafflement, how an upright bottle could spill itself like that. And the cat, tail aloft, delicately shaking off the paws I'd rubbed to get rid of all the oil, as if nothing much had happened. And now he prowls the railway embankment, brambles and goose grass, while I lie awake, thinking, until he brings me the cool benediction of morning, the sharp scent of sap, a tail full of burrs. So too, perhaps, are we, finding ourselves trapped in the places where our instincts take us, uncomprehending of both the dimensions of our lostness and all that looks to work our freedom with whatever is to hand, jimmying the locks of our wrong turns, then softly leaving us our choice to wander or bless, with no idea of all the questions we ourselves leave unanswered, beloved, bewildered creatures, and instantly forgetful as we take our leap into the waiting light's surprise. Find all episodes of Lifelines, Season 1 and Season 2, at lifelines-book.com That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems and on Lifelines the Book a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt As well as our poets this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode and to you for tuning in